Today's daf is Ksubis daf Kuf Vav, and we are at the fourth wide line on daf Kuf Hey Amid Beis Tanu Rabban. Today's daf is being learned to Ilu Nishmas Chaim Malaza Ben Yibadol Chaim Reb Shimshon Aryeh, and as a schus refur shalema for Scharia Shalom Ben Batsheva Simcha. So yesterday we began the thirteenth and final parak of Mesachtes Ksubis Parak Shtei Daini which begins with an interesting one line. Shnei dainik zeros, hoyu b'Yerushalayim. There were two dainik zeros that lived in Yerushalayim, Admoin and Hanan ben Avishalim. Not Hanan ben Avshalim, but Hanan ben Avishalim. The Gemara clarified what does it mean that they were dainik zeros. Shehoyu goizring zeros al gizelos. The Gemara also clarified where there were only two, it seems there were more, the Gemara says that there were two real chashuv, Dainik Zeros, that were living in Yerushalayim. Now, why are we mentioning this here in Mesachtis Ksubis? Because the Mishnayis are about to discuss the takonos that these Dainik Zeros made, the first of which is very much Negei, the sugis that we've been learning. A man went to Dina Sayom, he left over a wife, she's being Teveya Mezoinois, one of the obligations that a man has towards his wife. The question is, could she take Mezoinois without swearing that her husband didn't give her any mezoinus before he left, or loiti para elabeshvua, which he have to swear. As it relates to that part of the sugya, we're going to see that tomorrow. But today, the Gemara is in the middle of a digression, discussing the whole concept of the dainik zeros b'yerushalayim. And it really began with a memra that the Gemara said in the name of Rav Asi, Goizreik Zeros Shebi Yerushalayim Hoyanoitlin Tzcharon Mitrumas Halishka. So the Goizreik Zeros in Yerushalayim, Admoin Chanan Ben Avshalom, etc., they needed to get paid. So how did they support their family? They would take money from the Trumas Halishka. So the second part of today's daf is very much going to discuss the Trumas Halishka. The first part of today's daf is very much Behemshech to yesterday, which was this whole idea of a dying taking money to do his job. Is it okay? Is it not okay? At first glance, it feels a little bit like Shaykhat, stating that we saw a whole bunch of different variables in yesterday's daf. Today's daf is going to continue on that note, specifically with regards to the love of Shaykhat. So just to segue, and that is, it says in the Torah that a dayan is not allowed to take shaykhat. In fact, it says it twice. The shaykhat lo yisikach, ke ha shaykhat yav ene pekhim, v'yisalif divrei tzadikim. And then again it says in the Torah, v'lo yisikach shaykhat, ke ha shaykhat yav ene chachomim, v'yisalif divrei tzadikim. So once in Sefer Shmois and Parshas Mishpatim, the second time in Sefer Dvarim and Parshas Shoiftim, easy to remember, Mishpatim Shoiftim, those are the two Parshas in the Torah with a lot of Shoichat is mentioned, and it says in the Torah that a Dayan is not allowed to take Shoichat. Now what came clear from learning the Gemara yesterday was, number one, the Isser Shoichat is not related to a Dayan being corrupt, meaning a Dayan, of course, has to be ethical in terms of the way he does his business. Leisate Mishpat, it says in the Torah. So that goes without say. And I don't need the Torah to tell me, don't take Shoichat to judge corruptly, because that's obvious. When the Torah said, don't take Shoichat, what the Torah is coming to say is, even if you're going to go into this with the proper kavanas, and in your mind, for one second, I don't have any intention of doing anything that I'm not supposed to do. Still, there's an Isser to take Shoichat. Why? 
Why is it so chamer? So the Gemara explained this at the very end of yesterday's daf, and the Gemara said, "My time of the shochta, even the kabbalah is shochta minei, because as soon as a person takes shnoichad from somebody, it creates some sort of kurva between him and the person that he took the money from. So much so, that person becomes like." The dying himself, the einadam And just like it's understood that a person can't pass in for himself, so too a person wouldn't be able to pass in for the yid that gave him shaykhat. So of course his intentions are good, but at the same time, it creates an agiyas. And it's for that reason you can't take shaykhat. In fact, the punchline of the Gemara is my shaykhat. What does the word shaykhat even mean? Shahuchad. You literally become one with the person that gave you shaykhat. Either way. First part of today's daf is very much Nogeya Shaykhat. Second part of today's daf is going to discuss the Jumas Alishka, which was the source of funds that was used to support the Dayan. It says in the Torah that a Dayan is not allowed to take Shaykhat. When the Torah says that a dying can't take shaykhat, it doesn't only mean that he can't take Shaykhat Mamein. Meaning it doesn't only mean cash gelt. Even Shaykhat Dvarim is a problem. So if one of the Balidin are going to say something nice or do something nice, not write a check, but bidvarim, do something that mirrors Shaykhat, that too is included in the Isidai Raisa of Shaykhat. How do you know that? Because it doesn't say in the Torah, it doesn't say the dying can't take money, it says he can't take Shaykhat. So anything that qualifies as Shaykhat, even if it's not money, is going to be included in the Isser. This is reminiscent of Allah and Hilchas Ribis. Ribis too, we're all familiar with, is not just Mammon. The Gemara brings a, a riboy that Ribis Dvarim is also Aser. So there's Ribis Mammon, that's the more conventional Ribis, but there's also a parish of Ribis Dvarim. Shaykhad Mammon is usually what you think of when you think of Shaykhad, but Lavdafka, Shaykhad Dvarim is also Aser, and it sounds like it's included in the Isnadai Raisa. So, what's an example of Shaykhad Dvarim? The Gemara now is going to tell stories. He was once crossing over a body of water. A person came, he gave him a hand. He said, Shmuel, can I give you a hand? He said, Sure. And as they're crossing this body of water, he asks him, Do I know you? Were you Dafka looking for me? Meaning, why are you here? Amalei said, yeah, as a matter of fact, I was Dina Isli. I need a dying to pask in a shayla for me, and I was hoping you could help me. Amalei, Shmuel said, I would have helped you, but now that you helped me, you just gave me shaykhat, and as a result, I can't help you anymore. And this Digmar refers to as shaykhat dvarah. It's not Shaykhad Mamun because he didn't give him any money, but what it is is Shaykhad Varm. A Neymar, a similar story, have a Yosef Dino, was once sitting and he was passing in Parach Gadfa Arash. So this is old school. All of a sudden, a feather from a bird landed on his head. Hosa, who Gavra, a person came, Shakli, and he removed it. Amalaysa, Neymar asked this person, What are you doing here? Amalaysa, I see a Paskin Shailas. I came for it the entire. Amalaysa, Neymar told him, Because of this favor you just did me, I can't Paskin a Shaila for you because you gave me Shaykhat. Again, not Shaykhat. Momin, what he did was remove a feather from his head. But it's Shaykhat Var. Marukva Marukva was once walking and there was Roik. 
there was saliva in front of him. A person came, and he covered the saliva, for the asked Do I know you? Yes, I was coming here for the entire because of the favor that you just did for me. I can't ask in the shayla of you anymore. Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yosef, have a rogel arise. He had an arist, have a maisli kol maisli shapta kante de peire. So an arist was a sheer cropper, which once upon a time was a very typical financial arrangement that owners of fields would have. And that is, I own a field, you know how to work a field, so we'll come up with some sort of shutfist together. I provide the field, you provide the sweat equity, you generate Paris in this field, and then we have some sort of yachloiku. We split it, however we agree on splitting it. So Rabbi Shmob Rabbi Yosi owns a field. He had an aris, and the aris used to deliver what he was obligated to based on his arrangement. Every year of Shabbos, he would bring him Paris, presumably the Kovach Shabbos Kodesh. Yoy Mechad, I slave Hebe Shabbat. One week, he brought him on Thursday. Amalei, Maishno Ha'idno. So Rabbi Shmob Rabbi Yosi asked his aris, why today you're bringing it to me a day early? Amalei, he said, I'll tell you the truth. Dina Isli, I had to come to you anyways for the entire Vamina, and I felt Agavurchi. I said, Lamar, I might as well just bring you the Paris today. Why do I have to bring the Paris to you tomorrow? So the Gemara says, like, He didn't want to accept it. So he told him back, He said, Not just that, I can't pass in your Shaila anymore. So, two things. Number one, he didn't accept it. And number two, he didn't. Pask in the Shaila. So the Gemara says, So what he did was, He said, Listen, I'll. Find you a Zuza, Rashi says Zuza's Miloshin Zug. I'll find you a Zug Drabana, a Pier Rabana, they'll pass in the Shailo instead of me. Meaning, I can't do it, but at the same time, I'll take care of you. Says the Gemara Bahadi, the cause of Azi, as Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi was walking away from this scene, Omar, he was thinking, Getrachten learning, and he started thinking as follows. Meaning, it seems like he knew what the Shiloh was already. And he said, if it was me, or if I was his Eirech Din, I would say this, I would say like that, Omar, and then he said something else. Tipach nafshom shal mekabwe shoychad. So tipach nafshom is a real phrase that you find in Chazal. It's a Russian klol of some sorts. But he said, bad things should happen to people that are mekabwe shoychad. Why? Because madachni, I never took anything. The innotality, and even had I taken shnolinotality, I would have taken what's coming to me. Rishmob Rabbi Yossi never was Makabal to Paris on Thursday. Not just that, even had he yes been Makabal to Paris, he would have been taking Paris that were coming to him. This was his arrangement. He's a shutaf in these Paris. Yet, still, what happened? Because of this Havamina of Shoichad, which isn't really Shoichad, he started thinking in the favor of this person. And if that's what happened to me, people that take real Shoichad, there's no question. Rabbi Yossi had a person that brought him Reishas HaGes. Reishas HaGes is one of the Chof Dalit Matnes Guna. We know Rabbi Elisha was a Kain, he was a Kain Gadol. So Rabbi Elisha asks this person, where are you from? He didn't recognize him. I live in a certain place. Tell me, from where you came until here, there was no other coin you could have given the rations I gave to? He says, no, of course I could have. But Dina Isli, I have a din anyways. I mean, and I said, let me anyways just knock off two birds with one stone. I might as well give you the rations I gave. 
So Rabbi Shmuel Bar Alisha told him, Pasun Dulukhaladin, I can't paskin anymore. Loi Kabumine, and not just that, he didn't take the race against either. And again, this is a Kiddush, because to the extent that he's not paskin in the Shiloh, he could take the race, I guess, but he refused to take the race, I guess. Oisifle Zugadrabon, here it's a Zuga, not a Zuza. So he was Oisif a Zugadrabon, no, a peer of Rabbon, and he told them to paskin on his behalf. I had the causal, same story like we had earlier. As Rabbi Shmuel Bar Alisha was walking away, Omar, he said, If I was representing this person, I would say like this, I would say like that. Omar, he said, He had the same reaction. I never took the rishis, I guess. And had I taken it, I'm taking something that's mine. Now, this is not the same mine as by Rabbi Shmob Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Shmob Rabbi Yossi was taking something that literally belonged to him. He was a shutif in this field through his aris. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Alisha is taking Reishas Hagez, which is Momen Hashavit, but the point is, this is not foreign money. He has a schus in it because of the fact that he's a guy. But either way, he never took the Shaykhat, and even had he taken it, it would have been money that had a shaykhist to him, and still, you see, it influenced his way of thinking, people that take real shaykhat, you can imagine the impact that it has on him. Another story. Rav Anon, so Rabbanon had a person that brought him fish from Beigili. Amalei told him, Do I know you? Amalei, he says, Dina Isli, I have a dintire by you, and I thought I'll bring you something. I'm sorry, sir, but I can't take it. Amalei, not just that, I'm not paskin in the Shaila either. Amalei, so he told him, I'll tell you the truth, you don't want to paskin the Shaila, I'd be saying, I have no problem with that. I can find another dying. Please accept this gift. Why? Because I don't want you to withhold from me the opportunity to do the mitzvah of Bikurim. Now, what's it to do with Bikurim? We know Bikurim is racist. Bikuriyad Moscha Tavi Beis Hashem Alokecha. You bring it to uh, the Koyen. It's something that was done in Eretz Yisrael. This is Rav Anon. This is taking place in Bavel. So what does it have to do with Bikurim? So he explained the Tanya. So the story is that a person came and he brought 22 breads. More about that later. To Elisha. And the Pasuk refers to it as Bikurim. Elisha wasn't an Eichel Bikurim. Elisha wasn't a Koyen. So why would somebody have brought Elisha who's not so this year told Ravanon, I'll tell you the price I heard. This is coming to teach us, if somebody gives a gift to a Tamil Chacham, it's as if he brought Bikurim. Amalis, Ravanon heard what he said, and he said the following. Really, I wasn't willing to accept the gift. But now that you're giving me a good explanation, I'm willing to take it. So Ravanon took the gift from this year. Now, because he took the gift, he couldn't pass in the Shiloh. He wasn't going to pass in the Shiloh regardless. But now for sure he's disqualified because it's going to be regular Shaykhat. Now, like the other Tanoim and Amiram mentioned in our Sugya, he was going to help him out. He was going to find someone else to pass in the Shiloh on his behalf. So Chodri, the Kamidir of Nachman. So he said, go to Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman's going to pass in the Shiloh. And Rav Anand sent the following telegram to Rav Nachman. Please, Paskin the Shaila for this person. Because I, Anon, am disqualified. So Rav Nachman receives this telegram. Listen to the Koyach of Shoichat. Omar, he said, From the fact that Rav Anon sent me this letter, that he's disqualified. Must be he's a, a relative of Rav Anon. I mean, why would Rav Anon be puzzled to Paskin the Shaila? The only thing I could think of, said Rav Nachman, is he must be his Mishpacha. Oh, he's a Karav of a Talmud Chacham? We have to give him covet. So the Gemara says, Abikonk, Dino, Diasmin, Kameh. As this was happening, so there was a 
Din Taira of Yusayimim that he was presiding over. Omar, and Reb Nachman said the following, meaning there's a mitzvah for a daim to pass in a shiloh, but there's also a mitzvah to give tovet to a, covet to a Talmud Chacham, and even to the curve of a Talmud Chacham, and asnei the covet at adif, and asnei of covet at is adif. So Kledina, they asked me, so he put the din Torah of the Yisoyimim aside, and instead he passed in the Shailah who he thought was the curve of Ravana. Even the Chaza Baldine, as soon as the Baldin saw this tremendous covet that Rav Nachman was giving this year, again, he was giving him covet by looking away from the din of the assignment and instead presiding over the din of this year, thinking that he's a Kariv of Rav Anon, so the other Baldin was very intimidated. Istatim Tanase, he lost his ability to Taina, he was all prepared for this court case, and all of a sudden, all his thoughts and everything completely, completely went cold. He didn't know what to say. Says the Gemara, this was the result of Rav Anon sending this Yid who tried giving him Shaykhad to Rav Nachman. So the Gemara says, Rav Anon have a Rogalaliyod Asigabe. Ravana was very, very great. How great? He was Zoycha to give Eliyahu. Not only that, but when Eliyahu Navi would come to him, Davi Mastan lay Seder de Eliyahu. They had a Chavrusa shaft. So, what was the Seder that he learned with Eliyahu Navi? Tanad de Eliyahu. Makes sense. Kivan David Hachi. After this Maisa, is Stalik. Eliyahu Navi stopped coming. And the Gemara says Ravana understood that he did something wrong. Not just that, he understood what he did wrong. That him sending this letter to Rav Nachman. Getting Rav Nachman to not understand exactly what was going on caused, number one, the case of the Yisoyimim to be shoved aside, and number two, for someone to lose a court case because of intimidation, Yosef Atanisi fasted, Uba Rachman, he davin, the Oso, Eliyahu came back, Abaki Yosef, when Eliyahu came back, have a Mavis Leibo Use, he would scare him, meaning until now, Ravana was able to learn, like, learn with Eliyahu Navi. Kasher, Medaberish, like a person talks to his friend. Everything was fine. But now all of a sudden he couldn't anymore. He was, he was too frightened. So what happened? For Avatevusa, he made a, a box. For Yosef Kameh, and he would sit in the box. So Yonavi was outside the Teva, he was inside the Teva, at the Apekle Sidre. And this is the way they learned until he finished learning the Seder Elio. And this is the rest of the story. You fight Seder Elio, Rabba, Seder Elio Zuto. If you open up a ton of Elio, you see it's made up of two parts. This Elio, Rabba, there's Eliyahu Zuto. Why would it be made up of two parts? The Territ says, because Rav Anon was the one that brought Tanav Eliyahu into the veld. He brought it through his Chavrusa Shav Anavi. They learned it in two parts. The first part, outside of the Teva. Second part, inside the Teva. Tav Toysus says Masber, that the first part was the longer part, because most of the time they were learning when Rav Anon was outside the Teva. That's why it's called Eliyahu Rabba. And then what they learned afterwards was a much smaller component of it. And that's why it was called Eliyahu Zuto. But what's the point of this whole Gemara? You see the Kayach of Shaychad, that because Rav Anon almost took Shaychad, so it caused this whole chain of events where something very, very bad happened, which ended up impacting Rav Anon's ability to be Zaychad to Gilel. Oh, it's fascinating, but the bottom line is, is this is all in the spirit of the Kayach of Shaychad. So the Gemara now is going to, digre- going to digress from its digression. And specifically, the Gemara on the bottom on Kufayim, the word of Pasik. And it describes somebody that came to Elisha and he brings him breads, 22 breads. In the times of Rav Yosef, there was a, a rischa. It was a charoi naf in the world. Rabbanu told Rav Yosef, please dive in for us. I'm not losing, he told him, hashtag. When the Rabbanu would leave Elisha, so when Elisha would teach Torah to his Talmidim, and the Rabbanu would leave, Paishu, 
Trey Alfenu Mosan Rabbanon. There would be 2,200 Rabbanon that would remain. Meaning, when the Olam left, when Yeshiva was over, not everybody would leave. But there were people that stayed by Elish. How many people? 2,200 Rabbanon. The reason they stayed was because they were Soymich al Shulchana. They weren't just Talmidim, they Pasha were being supported by him. He had, they had no food, they had nothing. Yet, despite the greatness of Elisha, the Eden Rizcha, when there was a Haroin Af in the world, they have a boy Rachme. You didn't have it. This incidentally is very counterintuitive because ordinarily you think if there's a Haroin Af in the world, what else are you supposed to do but to daven? So I am Besfarim. But the point is that when there's something called a real Haroinaf, you can't even daven. And he wouldn't daven during that time. So he said, I know, Iboy Rachmi, I'm nowhere near the Madrega of Elisha. How can I daven? So the Gemara says, My the Pai how do you know that Elisha had 2,200 people that were Samichal Shulchan Because the Pasuk says, Vayoymer Mishar say, Mo etein zelof meyo ish. So the Snit comes, he brings him these 22 breads, and he says, What am I going to do with 22 breads? I'm going to give 22 breads to 100 people. So the Gemara says, My name Meyer Ish. What does that mean? Did he mean to say, There's 100 people here, and I can't support, can't feed 100 mouths with 22 breads? Not true. Because this happened during a hunger. And Bishnei Betsiris, during hunger years, there's actually a lot. It's a solid ratio when there's no food to go around. What he meant to say was, is I have 100 people. You you gave me 22 breads, which means it's going to be one, uh, I have 20, I'm sorry, I have 2,200 people, and as a result, it's one bread per 100 people. That's not okay. So, one, 22 breads for 100 people is fine, but one bread for 100 people is not okay. And being that you gave me 22 breads, and I have 2,200 people, so it's one per 100 people, that's not shaykh. This is where you see that Elisha had 2,200 people, that was Saimil Chashulchanoi, and Rabbi Yosef said, I'm nowhere near that madreg. Okay, so what was the madreg of Rabbi Yosef? Elisha Taught Torah to Talmidim, he had 2,200 people that were Samuel Chal Shulchan. So the Gemara says like this When the Rabbana would leave Rav, there would be 1,200 Talmidim that would stay behind because they were Samuel Chal Shulchan Rav. When they would leave Rav, there would be 800 Talmidim. Now, Rav is a Talmud of Rav, Rav Chas. Amarafuna, Amarav. So this is Yeridus Adairis. Rav has twelve hundred Talmidim that are Sami Khal Shukhanai. Rafuna has only eight hundred. The Gemara says on the note of Rafuna, Rafuna have a Darsh Bakles Sami Roy. So we know that once upon a time the Bali Darshanim they would have Maturgimon, right? They would have like a Khaizer. So the Rav would get up, he would speak, and then there were people, different languages, a khis, a bunch of people being Matargim saying it in Aramaic. Greek. It's like this. The Oilam would understand what's going on. So Rafuna gave such a big share. He had 13 Amoiran that was saying share. When the Rabbana would get up after share by Rafuna, the Nafzi Glimayu said they would pick up their record, have the Solik Afka. They would sit on the, on the floor and it was dusty. And the dust would ascend. But there were so many people, as a result, there was so much dust. The Kasi Leyoyma. It would like block the sun. The Amri they would say in Eretzo, right? This Ravuna lives in Babel. So they would say in Eretzo, come away, me misifted the Ravuna Bavlo. Ravuna must have just finished giving share because literally there's this cosmic event that just took place. And obviously, this is the result of it. When Ravuna would leave, Rabban Rav Yosef. Is Rabbi Yosef have the Paishi Arba Meir Rabbanon? There would be four hundred Rabbanon that were Soimech Al Shulchanan. What does it mean, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef? Who was Rosh Hashiva? Was Rabbi the Rosh Hashiva or was Rabbi Yosef the Rosh Hashiva? Now we know that 
Sinayadif, that was Rabbi Yosef, but then Rabbi became Rashif for 22 years, and then Rabbi Yosef afterwards for two and a half years. But it's a little bit mashma that they were learning by Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef. So there's what to say about this. But again, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef are now a next generation, and you see the continual, you read this Adairis. When they would leave Abaya, the Amrilan, some say, me be Rav Papa, Amrilan, some say, me be Rav Ashi, have the Paishan Muslim Rabban would only be 200. Again, you read this Adairis, the Korean Afshayo, and they would refer to themselves as Yasmi the Yasmis. I think I skipped the line. When they left Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, there would be 400 Rabbanon, the Korean Afshayo Yasmi. They would call themselves Yasmi. When they left Abaya, some say Rav Papa, some say Rav Ashi, there were only 200, and they would refer to themselves as Yasmi the Yasmi. But again, coming full circle. So they told Rabbi Yosef, Davin, there's a a big tsar in the world. He said, I know there's a tsar, but this is a tsar on the level of Haroinaf. And when there's a Haroinaf, you can't even daven. How do I know that? I know that from Elisha. Because Elisha was so great, they had 2,200 Talmudim that was Samich al yet he wouldn't daven in his man of Haroinaf. So me, who have how many? Me together with Rabbah only have 400. Right? That's the Cheshben, if you go through it. So certainly I'm not in a position to be able to daven when there's a Haroinaf in the world. Zok de Gemaras again. Shifting our attention now to the second part of the daf, and that is, so we have the dayanim, the shnei dainig zeroes biyushlag, but we know there were a lot more than two, and these dayanim had to be supported. How were they supported? They were supported from the Chuma Salishka. So what exactly was the Chuma Salishka? The short answer is the Machsis HaShekel. So we know that every single year had an obligation, a mitzvah esedai raisa bezman shebeis amikdash ayikayim. Today it's only a zeicher ben benoy shal zeicher. But once upon a time it was a real mitzvah esedai raisa that every single year had to contribute a Machsis HaShekel to the Beis HaMikdash. The purpose of the Machsis HaShekel was it was used to purchase Karbanoi's Sibor. The reason is because a carbon tzibur, by definition, is a carbon that belongs to the tzibur. If it belongs to the tzibur and you're a member of the tzibur, so you obviously have to contribute towards buying it. So there was a buy-in. You give a machzah shekel, and once you give a machzah shekel, ha'oni and the usher couldn't be marpa or memayit, respectively, this is your ticket, and now you have a schus in the machzah shekel, so that any carbon seaweed that's going to be brought, you would have a chelikin. When we learn Masech Tishkalim, one of the themes was that even though the, the trukana definition of what the use of proceeds of the machzah shekel was, was purchase carbon seaweed, the tmidim and the musafin, but really there were other related items that the machzah shekel was used for as well. And really the the short explanation is that anything that has a shaykhist to carbonoid tzibur, in a way, could qualify that we'll be able to use the machzah sashakel for that money. Now, the machzah sashakel also had a unique attribute, something that would be characteristic, as we'll see in the daf, and that is it had a fiscal year. So the fiscal year started with Shchodesh Nisan, and it went from the first day of Nisan to the last day of Adar, and after that, the year started all over again. What did that mean? It meant that if somebody was contributing machzah shekel for tofshin pei gimel, so it could only be used to buy carbonis that would be brought during tofshin pei gimel. But if you're going to bring a carbon zebra in tofshin pei dalid, you can't use money that you collected in tofshin pei gimel, which meant that very often there was leftover money. Because 
We're so strict in terms of what we can use the money for. And not just that, this money has an expiration date, so naturally there was going to be leftover money. And that's a whole nother Shulchan Aruch. Also, Mishnayis and Sugis and Masach Teshkolim that talk about what did they do with the Shirayim of the Machsa Shekel. So whenever you learn the Sugi of Machsa Shekel, what did we do with the actual Machsa Shekel? That's the first question. And then the second question is, what did we do with the Shirayim of the Machsa Shekel? Either way, the Gemara said that the Dayanim were paid from the Chumas Halishka, which means the Machsa Sashaka. Just one other thing. Why is the Machsa Sashaka referred to as the Chumas Halishka? Just Pasha the Taich. The Taich is the Lishka is a chamber. There were many Lishkas in Dazar. The Lishka is a chamber. This money was stored in a chamber. This was a big vault, a big safe. And that's where the money was stored. They would remove the money a few times a year. And every time they removed the money, it was referred to as a Chuma. So just like when you mafresh Chuma from your Tfua, it's called Truma. It was called the Truma. So it's known as the Truma Salishka. In fact, in the world of raid, there is some significance in that we refer to it as Truma. It has a Truma digadin to a certain degree. But this was known as the Truma Salishka. It's up to Gemara. Amr Yitzchak Baradifa. Amr Ami. Mevakri Mumin Shebi Yerushalayim. The people whose job it was to inspect the animals to make sure that there's no movement. They lived in Yerushalayim. They got paid from the Chumas Halishka. They used to teach They too. They got paid from the Chumas Halishka. Now, what's in all three of these halachas? It's very posh. Because even though we're not taking the money to directly buy Karbani Sibor, but all these jobs very much are related to Karbani Sibor, which inspecting the animals to make sure there's no mum. We're learning Hilcheshita. We're learning Hilcheshkimitz. You can't do these. You can't bring Karbanis unless you know all these things. And as a result, they're ancillary to the Karbani Sibor, and therefore the Machsa Shakal money was used for this. The people whose job it was to make sure all the Sifrei Torah in Yerushalayim were iskahalta, meaning that no mistakes, they too used to get paid from the Chumas Halishka. Now, what's Pshan on this? What does that have to do with Karbon and Sibor? So Rashi says really nothing. But what happened was, I'm reading Rashi, Bezdin saw that people were being very lazy when it came to do this job. They decided to be mafka the Chumas Halishka, and this was like a Hefker Bezdin Hefker, and they said that even though really the Chumas Halishka is not supposed to be used for this, but we're going to allow it to be used for this. Others say, that in the olden days people learned from Sefer Torah. So at the end of the day, if there's a mistake in the Sefer Torah, it could impact the Avoid. And if it's going to impact the Avoid, so naturally you're allowed to use the Machsa Shakomani for this. Meaning, just like you can give it to the people that teach you could also be Magia the Svarim, because the Svarim are also a resource that's used to learn dialogues. The women they used to weave the Paroiches, the curtains for the base. They also used to get paid from the Shumas Alishka. But he said that I disagree. I hold that the women that weave the paroichases, they used to get paid from the Chumas Halishka. But Rav Nachman said, I disagree. I hold they got paid from Kotche Bedekabayas. What's Kotche Bedekabayas? So that was the money that was used towards any improvements that had to be made to the actual Beis HaMikdash, to the physical plant. So anything that had to be used for the Beis HaMikdash, that came from the Bedekabayas fund. So said Rav Nachman, I hold that the paroichases were... Improved from that money. Why? Because it's part of the binyan. So if it's part of the binyan, it makes sense. That's where it should come. We have a machlikis on Iran. Where the money 
was taken from to pay for the parochas. According to Rav, it's from the Chumas Alishka, and according to Rav Nachman, it's from the Bedek Abayis. Mechayr would seem to be a brisa. Noshim argus with parochas. The women they used to weave the parochas who based Garmu on Meisel Lechem upon him. The family of Garmu of Mesachtes Yumafein. They were very involved in the lechem upon him. Based Aftinos also Mesachtes Yumafein. Al Meisniak Tiras Kula Hayinoit Lishka and Chumas Alishka. They all got paid from the Chumas Alishka. Oh, it's Mefurish like Rav, not like Rav Nachman. You see, they got paid from the Chumas Alishka, right? got paid from the Chumas Alishka. The Gemara says there were two types of Paroiches. It's Tzvei Dinim and Paroiches. Hasam Bidabavi. That is referring that Brisa to the Paroiches that was put by the doors, by the entranceways. Meaning there was the Paroiches that was part and parcel of the binion of the structure of the Beis HaMikdash. That, says Rav Nachman, comes from Beda Gabayis. This Brisa that talks about the Paroiches that comes from the Chumas Alishka, that's not part of the bias. That's Sometimes you hang up a curtain for tzniyos. That's what the purpose of this is. What's the makar that there was a parochis for tzniyos? There were 13 parochises in the second base. I make the shiva kenega shiva sharm. Seven were by the seven sharm, the seven entranceways into the azara. One by the entranceway of the heichol. The other one by the entranceway of the ulam. Base bedvir. Two by the dvir. Base kenega malia. Two on top of that. That's the kodesh akadashim. But the point is, is that these parochises were there for tzniyos. So that when the kohen does the avoda, it should be done by Tznei Alechas. Nobody should be looking in and seeing what he's doing. That's considered Tzorich Avoidah. That's not considered part of the Beis HaMikdash. The Paroiches, that's a part of the Heftzah of the Binyan. That comes from the Bede Nachman. That Those Paroiches that the Bryce is referring to are Paroiches that are not part of the Binyan. We're simply erecting them. So like this, they'll be Tznei Oh, if that's the purpose of it, so that's part of the Avoidah. Part of the Avaida that was paid for by the Chumas Alishka. Turn around, Nasham the Godless Bnei the Par. The women they used to raise their sons for the Paraduma. They too used to get paid from the Chumas Alishka. So there's a long Rashi here on the bottom of the Yomid that tells the rest of the story what this means. It comes up in different places in Jazz. One of the places is Sukkah Daf Chavala. But this idea that the Maise of the Paraduma was done with an incredible amount of Tahira, and there were literally children that were involved in the. Maisa, and they would be raised in a special place. They never came in contact with Toma. It's a fascinating process. This really happened. And the way they used to play out. So the question is, who used to support these kids? They're literally living in an, in an island somewhere. So who would take care of them? The Chumas Alishka. Abishal, Abishal said, Noshim Yukarish of Yerushalayim, the wealthy women in Yerushalayim, Hayazana they used to support them. They used to give them everything that they need. What about the Klishares? The Kalim that we used to do Avoid in the base of Mikdash Mao Shayasim Kachabedakabayas, were they funded by the Kachabedakabayas or not? What's the question? Sayach Mizbeach Ninu. Do we look at these klishares as Sayrach Mizbeach, meaning it's part of the Mizbeach, and if that's the case, then we Kachabedakabayas also, which should be paid for by the funds that are used to take care of the Mizbeach, which is Kachabedakabayas, or it's Sayrach Carbon Ninu, or it's also used for the carbon, and therefore Mitchumas Alishka Nayo, Maybe it should be taken care of from the Chumas Alishka. The shadow of the Gemara is the klishares that was used to do avodas in the Beis Hamikdash. On the one hand, they're servicing the kalim of the Beis Hamikdash, they're servicing the mizbeach. Uh, from that perspective, the mizbeach is bedekabayis. Maybe the klishares are ancillary to bedekabayis. You pay for it from the bedekabayis funds. But then again, it's also for the carbon, and the carbon is from chumas halishka. So maybe it should be paid for from the machzashekel, from the chumas halishka funds. That's the shaila. Klishares is it paid for from kachiv bedekabayis, or is it from the chumas halishka? Now, if you look at the top Rashi on the Amid, Rashi says klishares shemesharsin bahen be mizbeach achitzoyin shehubinyan shalavanim. It's pretty clear. Rashi holds the whole 
whole shail of the Gemara is only the klisharis that was used for the Mizbeach HaChitzin. Mizbeach HaChitzin was the big Mizbeach with the ramp that was... Chitzayin, it was outside, it was in the Azara, it was made of Avonim. And because it was made of Avonim, could be as a din of Karka. And if it has a din of Karka, we look at it as a, an, an extension of the floor of the Beis HaMikdosh, so it's viewed as better Kabayas. But it sounds like from Rashi, that if you had a Kaili that was used for the Mizbech HaPnimi, or for the Kiyah, or for the Shulchan, the Menaira, that for sure would have came from the Trumas HaLishka. But either way, this is the question that Rafuna Asked Rav, Omalesa, Rav told him, A nas and element Chumas Alishka. You want to know how this was paid for? It was paid for by the Chumas Alishka. Is that true? I'll ask your kasha from a posik. So this is Rafuna asking now on Rav. He says, You're telling me that the Klisharis was paid for from the Chumas Alishka. I have a posik in Divriya Yomim Beis. The posik says, Ukechaloisan, Heviu Lefnei Hamelech, Viyahoyoda, Eshaor Hakasef, Vayaseyu Kalim. Lebeis Hashem, Klishares, Vigoymer. So the Pasuk of it is discussing there was a campaign. They raised money for Kachev Edagabayas. There was leftover money. So what they do with the leftover money, the Sha'ara Kesef, the Shirayim, they used it for Kalim, Lebeis Hashem, Klishares. It's clear that they used the leftover of the Bedekabayas. For the Klisharis, also, you see clear that where do you buy the Klisharis from? From Bethlehem. So, this is what Rafuna asked Rav. Omale, so Rav told Rafuna, He said, Whoever your Rebbe was for Ksuvim must have not taught you Nevi'im. So, whoever taught you Divri Ayyamim didn't teach you a Pasuk in Avi, a Pasuk in Malachim Beis. Meaning, you're varfing Divri Ayyamim Beis, that's Ksuvim. You should know Malachim Beis and you would know that what you're saying is a mistake. What does it say in Nevi'im? It says, Achlo Yeyase Beis Hashem. No, same story, same exact Misa. There's leftover money, and he said, don't use it for Kalim, but they said, take the leftover money and give it to the Oisim Alocha, give it to the artisans, the people that were working over there. So if I cared, you were not allowed to use it for the Klisharis. Why? Because like I'm saying, said Rav, the Klisharis had to be funded by the Chumas Alishka. But the Gemara says, at the end of the day, we have a steer. Rafuna, you're right. For some reason, he overlooked the Pasuk in Malachim. But the Pasuk from Divrei Ayyamim seems pretty mafurish also that it was used for... It was used for the klishares. So the Marshal's like, Kasha, no, it's not for Kancha Gavu Voisiru, Kancha Gavu Veloy Hoisiru. Meaning, the purpose, the tachlis of Bedekabayas is not to be used for klishares. I, there's a Pasuk Divya Yaman that suggests, yeah, that's if there's leftover money. I have nothing to do with the money. This Pasha in an account with money that's sitting, and we don't know what to do with the money. Gavu Voisiru, in that case, it's okay. But the Marshal, if you can Gavu Voisiru, might have it. What difference does it make? If you can use it, you can use it. What, you can start this. The appropriating money because there's leftover money? Of course not. Um, Rabbi Vos, Rabbi Vos said, Leiv Bezden Masnalem. There was a Hefker Bezden Hefker. There was a tonight Bezden Lechatchilo. When they raised the Bedekabayas money, they said as follows, Im Hutzrecho Israel, if we're going to need the money, we're going to need the money. But if not, you, Klisharis, which you use it for Klisharis. So the Iker Pasik said, Rav is the Pasik in Malachim Beis that says that Bedekabayas is not meant to be used for Klisharis. You give it to the Oisim Malach and not for the Kalim. If it's Gov of Oisiru, there's a special Leiv Bezden Masnalem. But it's a big can I look at Chilu use the the Bedekabayis money for Klisharis? The answer is not Tanuk Be Rabbi Shmuel. And this no Klisharis by Mitzumas Alishka. The Klisharis were purchased and paid for by the Trumas Alishka. Shenem. The pasuk says a Sha'ara Kasef. Ezu Kasef Sheish Shirayim. Shirayim. What's an example of money that has Shirayim? Have Oim is the Trumas Alishka. The Trumas Alishka has Shirayim. Like we mentioned earlier in the introduction to this part of the Daf, because there's a fiscal year, and if you don't use the money that year, you can't use it anymore. So it ends up having Shirayim. Now you can use it for other things, but. It's money that has Shirayim is Chumas Alishka, and it says the Shara Kasif, that must be what it means. Maybe the Klisharis was bought from the Shirayim of the Chumas Alishka. It says a Shara Kasif. Right? Listen to the Joshua. Kasef Sheyesh Shirayim. Not 
kesef sheyesh leishirayim. This shirayim. It sounds like you can use regular current chumasalishka money because it's the kesef. It's that sug that has shirayim. If the drasha shara kesef doesn't sound a little more glad to darshan from the shirayim of the kesef. So the gemara says the gishmak eter. It's good. Amar rava a real kachim drasha. Ha oilo. It says in the Torah ha oilo we darshan from the oilo rishayim. Right, the first carbon that was brought every single day was the carbon tamid, which was an oilo, and it's learned out from ha oilo oilo rishayim. Ha chanami ha kesef kesef rishayim. It says shaar ha kesef. Kesef as Kesef Rishon, it means the initial. Well, Mogamar, Kasha. So again, we had a discussion over here with regards to the Klishares that are going to be purchased, they're going to be used in the base of English for the Avoida. On the one hand, they're Tsayrach for the Kalim, Rashi says specifically the Mizbech Achitzoin, they're also a, a Tsayrach for the Avoida. From the standpoint that they're servicing the Mizbech HaChitzayim, they should be funded by the Bedek Abayas Fund. But they're also servicing Karbanas, so they should be serviced from the Tshuma Salishka. So which one is it? The Gemara came out, Lamaskana, Tonevi Rabbi Shmal, Klishares, Boim, Mitshuma Salishka. Faith the Gemara Kasha, HaKtoyres, V'chol Karbanas, Sibra, the Ketoyres, and all the Karbanas, Sibra, Boim, Mitshuma Salishka. They were purchased from the Tshuma Salishka. Mizbech HaZav, U'Levoyna, U'Klishares, the guy who takes out the word Levoyna, Boim, Mimoysen, Asachem. So there's a lot of words and a lot of information we're going to see. Let's just focus on what we Need. We need klisharis. That's what we're talking about. It was born from where? From the Moisar Nesachim. So what were the Moisar Nesachim? So Rashi quotes the Gemara Menachas Tzadik that brings it to Machlokes Amayroim, Rabbi Chiyah Bar Yosef and Rabbi Yochanan. We'll just mention briefly Rabbi Yochanan's pshat, and that is that what happens. What happened was the. Hectish very often would buy things in advance. So they needed a supply of all the commodities that were brought in the Mizbeah, for example, Shemen and all these different things. So very often they would prepay for a year's worth of supply in Shemen. Now, Shemen, the prices would fluctuate. So the fluctuations always worked to the advantage of Hectish. Yad Hectish is always al al yoyno. So if they bought at a good price and then prices go up, it doesn't matter. The Meicher can't say that, oh, at the time that I'm delivering it, the price has changed already, and as a result, I'm going to give it to you at the new price. And at the same time, if the prices went in the favor of Hektish, Hektish would get the benefits. So Hektish always benefits, which meant that sometimes Hektish would end up with more than they needed. So they would have bought a certain amount of uh, supply, and they got double the supply because of price fluctuation, but they don't need the double supply. So what did they do with it? So they would take that money... And they would use it to buy certain things. That's what the Moisinosachin is. But the Brightness says that the Klishares were purchased from the Moisinosachin. Mizbeach Ha'oilo, the Mizbeach Ha'oilo, that's the Mizbeach Ha'chitzain. Halishka is Vazaroiz, Bami Kachabedagabayas. Any improvements that had to be made came from Kachabedagabayas. Chutzlochemis Vazara, anything that was done in the Beis Amikdosh but outside of the walls of the Azara. So Rashi says that, for example, if it's the as just Nashim or the Chils, anything that's outside of the Azara. So those things, that was from the leftover money from the Chumas Alishka, the money that is already not current. That's what Chazal meant when they said, like we just said. But either way, what do you see from here? One line we need. Not from the Chumas Alishka, from Moisar Nesachim. So was it from the Chumas Alishka or was it from the Moisar Nesachim? The Gemara says, Tanoi, really, it's Machlikistana. The time we went to the Mishnah, Moisar Truma, any leftover money from the Chumas Alishka. But what did they do with it? And now, just to be clear, when we say Moisar Truma in this Brisa, it's a Mishnah, we don't mean Shirayim. Shirayim is the next year. We mean it. 
it's the current year, but this second we have money sitting in the account. We don't need to use it. So in the current year, what they do with it? So number one, they would make rikuye zav, tzipul base kachay akadashim. They would make the gold plate that covered the floors of the kedush akadashim. Bishmol, Bishmol says, Moiser Peirois, the leftover Peirois, was the Kitsam Mizbeach. The is going to explain what Moiser Peirois is. What was Kitsam Mizbeach? There always had to be Karbanas being born in the Mizbeach. The Mizbeach can never be idle. So if there were no Karbanas, punked at that time, there were oilus that they would bring. These were oilus and dava, oilus sibor. It was what was known as Kitsam Mizbeach. Moiser Truma, Likli Charis. Any leftover Truma was used to purchase Kli Charis. This is what we need. Moiser Truma, Likli Charis. You see, the Truma Salishka money will be at the Moiser. But Truma Salishka is being used to Likli Charis. Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi says, Moiser Truma, no, it was Likitza Mizbeach, Moiser Nesachin, Likli Charis. So that's the other Shita. That Moiser Nesachin has been used Likli Charis. Rabbi Kiva he knew. Moiser Nesachin, was Likitza Mizbeach. Moisner Truma again is Likisharis. The other Tanam, I mean, Rabbi Shmuel said Moisner Paris was used Likitza Mizbeach. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Chinus, Kanakianim, they didn't agree with Moisner Paris. So before we see what this Moisner Paris is all about, but the point is, you see clearly, you see these two sheetas in this Mishnah with regards to what exactly the Money was that was used for the klisharis. Was it the moiser truma? That's like tanidve Rabbi Yishmael. Klisharis by mitrumas alishka. Or is it the moiser nesachim? As was mentioned in this verse, so the Gemara says, "Peris, my, what is this Paris all about?" We just mentioned moiser Paris. What is it? Time we learned to the verse. Moiser truma mahayo isimba. What did they do with moiser truma loikim Paris result? If they had leftover money from the trumas alishka, they would buy Paris cheap. They would sell it expensive. Which, if you hectish, I mean, it sounds like a very simple business plan. But if you hectish, it actually works because you're always yada elo yaina. So it's easy to do this. And then any profits that they made was used for kids on his back. That's what Hazal meant when they said Moisa Paris was used to kiss him as well. It sounds like they didn't agree with this. They had like some fundamental issue with Moisa Paris. Moisa says, yeah, the time went into the Mishnah. What did they do with leftover money in the. In the they would buy wine, they would buy oil, they would buy flour, and they would do business with it. And any money would go to Hektish. You don't make money with Hektish money. Meaning, you don't take Hektish money and start investing it. Or with Mom and Why don't they do it with Mom and Hektish? Because it looks like you need to invest in order to make money. You're Hektish. You should be above this. You should have whatever it is you need. It shouldn't be necessary for you to have to make a few dollars, have a shtickle return on investment in order to be able to do what you need to do. What about the Because we're concerned that maybe an Arman's going to come. Imagine the Moment Aniyim is, is not liquid. It's tied up in uh, some investment. So what, what are the Aniyim going to do? So you have to keep them liquid. So Hektish is for one reason. Aniyim is for a different reason. A lot of words here at the end of this stuff. Of course, Kachim Dig, Shkolim Dig, no less. But the bottom line is, is what emerges is that the Shailah of the Gemara was that any Klisharis that was being purchased, so you need to take the money. Where's the money coming from? Kesef Minolan. That's the question of the Gemara, essentially. Does it come from the Gabayis? It's servicing the Mizbech Achitzah. Or does it come from the Chumas Alishka? It's servicing the Karbanas. At the end of the day, major Machloikis Tanoim. So as it relates to Raid, two Ha'aris, two short Ha'aris, and both going back again to Davkuf Gimel and Davkuf Dalid, the Sugya of Shas Ptirosay Shal Rabbi.
So the Gemara brought a brace. Shaspti Rossi Shor Rebbe, Omar, Rabbi Danasi said, Lobane Anitzarech. And he told his sons three things. The first thing that he told them was, Make sure that you're going to give the proper covet to your mother. So the Gemara said, Rabbi Yudanasi had to tell his sons to be mechabed their mother. There's a chiv deiraisa for a person to honor his mother. The Pasuk says, So the Gemara says, no. This woman was not really their mother. She was Rabbi Yudanasi's wife, but not their mother. Meaning, she was the wife of their father. As a result, she's not included in the mitzvah saseh dairaisa of kabidasi mecha. The Gemara says it's not true. Eishnes of nami dairaisa. The Tanya tzebraisa. Kabidasi vicha vesi mecha. Esa vicha zu eishnes of vicha. Vesi mecha zu bali mecha. Vav yisera the rabbi sochicha agadol. So you see clearly we darshan from kabidasi of vicha es le rabbi eishnes of vicha. But the Gemara says how do you mean That's true. There is a mitzvah saseh dairaisa for a person to be mechabed eishnes of vicha. But that's only if your father's alive. Avala achami saloi. And Rabbi Danasi was about to leave the world, sort of, and as a result, it wasn't any more a mitzvah day raisa for the boys to be mechabed this woman, and that's why Rabbi Danasi said, Hizaru imchen. you have to make sure that you're going to give them the proper covet. So the Gemara brought a b'raisa, that's marba three halachos in the sugi of Kibbut of Aim, from the Pasuk Kabed Esavich of Esimecha. Eishas of Baal Aim, and Ochicho Hagado. Kabit Esavicho is Lurabis Eshesavicho. The Esimecho is Lurabis Balimecho. The Vav Yesero is Lurabis Achicha Hagado. Now we spoke out when we went through the Daf that at first glance you would have thought that Kabit Esavicho would be Marba Balimecho and Kabit Esimecho would be Marba Eshesavicho. Not only your father, your stepfather. Not only your mother, your stepmother. But really the Gemara's Bryce is just the opposite. Not only your father, but your father's wife. Not only your mother, but your mother's husband. But we said the beer is meridic. Because you see that the only time there's a chiv of Eishas Avicha and Bali Mecho, it's Mechayim. What's the beer? So the Achrenim and it's Pashit. It's because there's no chiv be'etzem to be Mechabed, your stepmother. There's a chiv to be Mechabed, your father. If you're not going to be Mechabed, your mother, it's disrespectful to your father. And as a result, there's a chiv, the rabbi's Eishin Savicha. But the chiv, COVID, of Eishin Savicha is not be Mechabed Eishin Savicha. It's be Mechabed Avicha. And that's why it's Nisraba from Kabit Es Avicha. Not only your father, but also Eishin Savicha. Because that's a Sifkotten. That's a Hisofa in Kibarav. And not only your mother, but also your mother's husband. Either way, Kabit Esavicha, the Rabbis Eshesavicha, Esimecha, the Rabbis Balimecha, Vav Yeseiro is the Rabbis Ochicha Hagadol. So I don't know about you, but I've always heard, I thought, that we know there's a Chiyah for a person to be Mechabit Ochicha Hagadol, and it's Margul of Bapume de Inchi. How do you know there's a Chiyah to be Marba Ochicha Hagadol? It says Kabit Esavicha. S is Lerabis, Lerabis I think before looking at this Gemara right now and it being so fresh in our mind, if you ask a man on the street, you have a chiv to mechabed your older brothers, and they say, of course. How do you know? It says, Kabed es novicho, Lerabis achicha agado. Where's the riboy of achicha agado? S. S is a riboy? Yeah, Shimon Amsuni, Hayadirish, Kales and Shabbatayra, till he came as a Shamalak Hachatira, Chabar of Yakiva. But the point is, it certainly feels like that's the drasha. It's a mistake. 
It's a toast gomer. It's not the Gemara. The Gemara says, Kabit Esavichas, the Rabbis Eshesavichas, the Esimechas Bali Mechas, the Vod Yeseira of the Esimechas, that's Marbochichagom. But the truth is, this mistake is not a mistake. If you look in the Rishonim and the Akronim in different places, they bring this drosha as Kabit Esavichas. The Rambam. The Rambam's in the Sefer Mitzvah. It's in the Sherish Hasheni. So he brings this mitzvah of the Rabbi Sachicha Godel. Just one excerpt. Amruk, Subis Kuf Gimel Amad Aleph. Esavicha, the Rabbi Sachicha Godel. From Esavicha, we Marba, Achicha Godel. And really, because the Rambam brought it like this, afterwards there were so many that quoted what seems to be the Loshen Rambam. And not the lotion of the Gemara. How could the Rambam misquote a Gemara? So the MS is that this Gemara that we just learned is also in the Zohar HaKadosh. So yesterday we mentioned the counterpart of this sugya that's in the Bereshis Rab in the beginning of Parshas Vayichi. It's also a Zohar. And the Zohar brings the riboy of the Rabbi Sachich HaGadol. And in the Zohar it says, Kabid Esavicha. S is Lerabos, and what S coming to be Marba? It's coming to be Marba Achicha Gadol. So it seemed that the Rambam was bringing the gears of the Zayar, and not the gears of the Gemara. Rabruvim Margolis wrote a Chibur. It's called Harambam Vehazayar. So it's printed, if you have the Sefer Pninim Umargolios, so it's the first part of the Sefer. It's 87 pages long, and... The purpose, the mission statement of this Hebrew was that although we know that the Zayar Kodesh was not Nizgala during the lifetime of the Rambam, but at the same time he brings Raya after Raya after Raya that the Rambam had the Zayar, or at the very least was Mechavim to the Zayar, because he has Rambam after Rambam after Rambam that at first glance is a unless you know the Zayar. And if you know the Zayar, it seems the Rambam was going with the Zayar. So it's a Hebrew, it's a thesis, it's called Harambam Vazayar Kedarki Bakoidish. And at the very, very end of this Hebrew, on this halacha, so he brings this Rambam in the Shayr Shasheni. That the Rambam, he said, the time of the Zayar, he brought them a car of Kabed S of Vichal, the Rabbis Achich HaGadol, and not the way we have it by us, which is the Vav Yeseiro, is the Rabbis Achich HaGadol. I saw in the Sefer, Oitzah Yeshecha, from Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer Shlita. So he has a whole arichas on this. It's Simen Lamed Zayin, here in Masechtis Ksubis, Be'inyin Kibun Ach Gadol, and he brings one beautiful Maramakim. Brings many, but just one that we'll mention. And it's from, it's from a sefer called Vahichiyah Avram. The name of the sefer is Vahichiyah Avram, and it was written by Agoyin Rabbi Avram Palaji. So he brings this discussion that in the Talmud Bavli, in the Gemara, Ksubas Kuf, Aleph, it's Vav Yisera, that's the Rabbi Sachich HaGadol. Yet in the Zoyar, it's learned out from Kabid Es Sovichot, from Es, the Rabbi Sachich HaGadol. So he says a Dover Niflo. He says, who is the author of the Zoyar HaGadosh? So we know it was Rabbi Shimon Bayechot. Since so says, says in Sanhedrin, Tafi Dalar Amad Aleph, that Rabbi Shimon was Loi Dorish Vavin. Taisa brings three different places in Shas. It's Loshan Agamar. That Rabbi Shimon wasn't Dorish Vavin. And Taisa says, I'll find you a whole bunch of different places where Rabbi Shimon didn't darshan the Oizva. So we know Rabbi Shimon's Shita is that he didn't darshan Vavin. There's also a Taisvis in Menachis Tafir Aleph on the days where Taisvis brings a bunch of rayas that Reb Shimon darshaned Essen. The Lashon of the Gemara Menachis Aleph on the days is for Reb Shimon Es Loi Darish. But Taisvis says, Pirish Loi Darish Lahad Rasha. Avol the Loi Darish Kla Loi Kamar. 
Avada the Gemara doesn't mean the Rab Shimon is never Dairishasin, and Tois brings Rayas that Rab Shimon was Dairishasin. So we have a Toisfus in Sanhedrin, Yodalur Amad Aleph, that was Mayrich, the Rab Shimon sheet in Shasas that he did in Darshan Vavin. We have a Toisfus in Menachis, Yodalur from Abayas, that's Mayrich, the Rab Shimon sheet was that he was Dairishasin. The Zoyra Kodesh is sheet as Rab Shimon. Stan Rab Shimon is Rab Shimon Bar Yechoi. So if that's the case, it's beautiful. Because the Zoyra couldn't be Marba Chicha Gado from the Vav Yaseira, because in Rab Shimon's world there is no Vav Yaseira. Because Rab Shimon didn't Darshan Vavin. So if Rab Shimon didn't Darshan Vavin, there's no Vav Yaseira. So Balkarcha, he has to Darshan Essen. And if he has to Darshan Essen and not Vavin, that's why in the Zoyar, the Rabbi Sachicha Gadol is not from the Vav Yaseira, but rather it's from the S. The Talmud Badli is going, Peshito, that you do Darshan Vavin. If you Darshan Vavin, so we have three Rebuyim, and we're going to use one for Eshazav, one for Bali Mecha, and the other one is going to be the Rabbi Sachicha Gadol. But that's not going to work in the Zoyar. In the Zoyer, all you're going to have is the two drushes, the two essen. We don't have the vav. And the way the Zoya formulated it, the way Rav Shimba Yechai came out, is that Achich HaGadol is going to be the Ikud Rosha and Kabit Esavicha is going to be the Rabbis, is going to be the Rabbis Achich I just had one Ha'ara, and that is we've spoken out right in the past that in the sugya of Darshaning Essen or not Darshaning Essen, in the sugya of Darshaning the word Kol or not Darshaning Kol, could be there's a nafgamina between S and V-S. There's a nafgamina between kol and v'kol. In fact, that same toysus and menachas yidal from the days, so toysus says that according to one tana, could be he doesn't darshan S, <coughs> but he does darshan V-S. We once spoke out a tshuva from the base Yitzchak regarding chatzis shir on Yom Kippur. Chatzis shir is learned out from kol chelev, is l'rabi's chatzis shir. And Rishmokish, we know, holds chatzis shir is mutter but when it comes to Yom Kippur, Rishmokish holds a chatzis shir is awesome in Atayra. And the base Yitzchak said, because by Yom Kippur it says v'kol, based on Atayra's kayanim, and v'kol could be Rishmokish darshan. He didn't darshan. But it could be Vik Kolchelev, he would dash The point is, it could be there's enough Gemina between Stam of Vav and a Vav that it's ancillary to an S or a Kol. Meaning, we dash an S. The S is like a supercharged S. Vik Kol is like a supercharged Kol. So it's true, the sheet of Rab Shimon is that he doesn't dash in Vavin, but he does dash in Essen, and it could be a VS. Is a, a noisif digger drosha within the S. And it could be the VS he would dash him. But either way, Rabbi Avram Palaji in his sefer, Vaychiach Avram said, Mamish beautiful, he said that the Zoyer is Shitas Rab Shimon, and Rab Shimon Lushitasi doesn't dash him Vav, and he does dash him Essen. And that's why the way it's brought down is Kabid S. Avicha, the Rabbi Sachich Agadol, and the Rambam, and all the Rishonim and Nachroinim that throughout. Different places bring Kabbalah Savichel, Rabbi Sachichel Gadol. They were all going Beshitas Hazoyer, and they weren't going based on the Nusach that we have, anyways. Our Gersa in the Gemara Masach is Ksubis, Dav Kuf Gimel But just one maybe Nafkimina Lalach, and that is if you look in the Chasam Soifer, right there on our Gemara, on Kuf Gimel Amaralaf, he has a very small paragraph, and the Chasam Soifer says like this. He said, Es imecha le Rabbis Eshes Avich. Es Avich le Rabbis Eshes Avich. Le Fizen Nira, Zok the Chasam Soifer. Could be the Bemoira. That even though the Gemara said that there's a chiyav for a person to be mechabit eshesavicha and bali mecho, could be it's only by kibud, it's not by moira. Why? The hasam like siv s over there it doesn't say s kiim ish imoiva aviftiro. It doesn't say s. There's two mitzvahs when it comes to aveim kabid esavicha vesi mecho kibud aveim, and there's also yiras aveim ish imoiva aviftiro. So the Hilak Chasam Soifer said that by kibud aveim it says kabid esavicha vesi mecho. But by Moira of Aim, it doesn't say the word S. And because it doesn't say the word 
es sagt doch sam säufer nire de bemeure loi mechaif the hasam loi gseves kien ish imai of the row vloi matsasi sam afur sagt doch sam säufer i never found anyone to say such a khidish she says i don't know if it's true but i never found anyone to say such a khidish as no state in the sam säufer that means the sam säufer is being medaik that it could be this enough gemeine between kibra of aim and moira of aim Based on the essence. If that's the case, we have to know what we use the S for. That says, although there's no S by Moira of Aim, there is a Vav, Ish Imoi Vi Aviv Tiro. Assuming the Drush is the Vav and not the, the S, like we mentioned a moment ago. But either way, over there you have no S in, but you do have a Vav. So if we're going to use the S, the Rabbis Eshes of Vicha, and the Rabbis Bali Mecha, then the Chsam Soifer's Dik is going to be, there's no Chiev Moira for Eshesav, and there's no Chiev Moira for Bali Mecha. What about Achicha Gadol? There is a Vav, and assuming it's a standalone drosh, just the Vav, not the Vav, then there would be a Chiev Moira when it comes to Achicha Gadol. But if we're going to go like the Zoyer, that the Zoyer says, Kabedes Avicha is the Makar, the Rabbis Achicha Gadol, so then the Dik of the Chsam Soifer is going to be that there's no Chiev Moira when it comes to Achicha Gadol. So we have a tremendous Nafkamin Allah, which maybe poses a little bit of a challenge, because we know if there's ever a Machlaikis between the Babli and the Zoyer, and there's an Nafkamin and the Halacha, then of course, as it relates to Psak, Reina Psak, of course we Paskin like the Babli. So till now it sounded a little bit like semantics. Is the Drasha from the S and the Vav, or is the Drasha from the Vav and the S? Right? Which way do you make the Drasha? now. It comes out that it could be there's a Nafkamin Allah Like the Chsam Soifer said, that by Kibar of Ein, you have the S in. And the Vav. But by Moira of Aim, all you have is the Vav, but you don't have the Essen. So it could be Yud Chapsach and Afkimin Another thing you see in this Chsam Soifer is that even though Kibir of Aim and Moira of Aim are two mitzvahs that are often very, very synonymous with each other, but at the same time you see there is a fundamental difference between the two mitzvahs. And just because something is true for Kibir of Aim, it's not necessarily true for Moira of Aim. Chsam Soifer is discussing who you chayev to. Eshazav, Balimecha, Achicha, Agado. What comes to mind is the Michaschinak that we speak out a lot. And that is we know that. For every mitzvah saseh, Bezdin has a right to be maka, the koifa, until the person does the mitzvah. But if it's a mitzvah saseh, shamat and their Bezdin can't do it. What's the classic example of a matan scarbetzi? That's the Gemara's example in Chulun Daf Kufyud. It's Kibbut of Aim, because it says in the Torah, Lemanya Richon Yumecha. And the Mechaschinuch says a Chiddush that Lemanya Richon Yumecha only says by Kibbut of Aim. It doesn't say it by Moira of Aim. So if someone that has Moira for his father and his mother, there's no Lemanya Richon Yumecha. The Lemanya Richon Yumecha is only for Kibbut of Aim. And he says an Afkimin the Lalacha would be, it could be Bezdin would be Koifa for Moira of Aim, because it's not matan scarbetzi. So even though Kibbut and Moira sound very much like they always come together, but Lav Dafka. We have the Chsam Soifer, but the Chsam Soifer said that Kubi doesn't have to mean it from the standpoint of who you chayev towards. And then we have the Mechas with the Mechas with regards to whether it's Mitzvah Seisham and Schar and we'll save the second Aram Yetzashem for tomorrow.